Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 Since yesterday, we've learned quite a few things, like the Dallas Cowboys aren't serious about signing OBJ because they're putting Mark Cuban in the same room as Odell Beckham Jr. Nobody better, nobody with a a better track record than Mark Cuban to close a free agent. Jerry Jones, Mark Cuban, just the dream team. Of closing a really good free agent. I do think that uh, OBJ liked going to the Mavericks game. The Mavericks put on for him. The Mavericks won. I did see Micah Parsons got a Devin Booker jersey. Lots of Cowboys at the game. Micah Parsons... Obviously enjoying himself. Odell Beckham on the front row. The crowd screaming, OBJ, OBJ. I don't know if Odell Beckham went to uh, a, a Brooklyn Nets game when he was in New York or a Knicks game when he was in New York. And I don't know if this tour of free agency is going to do anything or if his mind is made up I believe it's Buffalo the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys he might be waiting long enough to where he can have one of these teams eliminate themselves the Cowboys still behind the Eagles in that division the Bills back in the driver's seat of the AFC after the Bengals beat the Chiefs and the Bills haven't looked unbeatable, obviously, 9-3. and three. But they really haven't looked great either. I, I don't know. It's kind of a... The Bills are good. But I, but I don't know right now who the best team in the AFC is. And we'll talk about it Thursday as we power rank. The Bengals... I think, obviously, after a win over the Chiefs, they're 3-0 and in their last games against the Chiefs. Joe Burrow, what are we in? Patrick Mahomes, 18-19-20-21-22. Five seasons. This is his fifth season in the NFL. Joe Burrow is the first quarterback to beat him three times in a row. 
And for whatever reason, the Bengals are a really bad matchup for the Chiefs. That's the worst game the offensive line has played all year. And Patrick was forcing the ball downfield, but he really, I mean, how can you get a read underneath with no time? It was almost easier to take a seven-step drop and chunk it deep and hope somebody's down there rather than trying to throw it underneath and get a shot into the ribs. I don't know. That's what it looked like. Uh, I didn't love the game plan, but it would have worked. And if you take a long drive, you probably score or at least put the Bengals in a position to have to get points if Travis Kelsey doesn't fumble. And they let him stay up a long time, but he's fighting and going forward, so I understand it. There have been quicker whistles, but I wouldn't say that that was a bad call. And I I would have complained if it was a, a, a whistle too early rather than a whistle late. Let the play finish. Make him get him down. And next time, Travis, fall down. And it looked like he was trying to uh, when the ball came out. I don't think that the Bengals are a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs, but they are a really bad matchup for the Chiefs. And if you're the Chiefs, you are hoping and praying that you don't have to see the Bengals in the playoffs. But even though Burrow has three straight wins over Patrick Mahomes, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get his fourth straight. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not like a guy who holds grudges, right? Patrick wouldn't hold up four fingers after being picked fourth in the NFL player rankings instead of number one when he was playing the guy who was picked number one. He wouldn't count to 10 on his fingers, would he? After he dropped to 10th in the NFL draft instead of third, like Mitchell Trubisky was taken when he was beating the Bears. That doesn't sound like something Patrick Mahomes would do. So I'm sure if they played in the playoffs, Patrick wouldn't be solely focused on a revenge game. Especially after how they got destroyed in the second half offensively of last year's game. Now, I think that late turnover, you didn't get the ball back. So the late turnover obviously cost you the game, but also you didn't get the ball back. The Bengals went like 30 yards in three minutes. Just melted the clock. Didn't even need to score again. You could, you should have just let him score. It would have been easier for Mahomes to try to get two possessions. It probably would have been easier down 10 for Mahomes if you're not going to get a stop down three. At least you have a chance of an onside or something. And I don't always like saying... You only, I mean, you gave up 27, so your offense should be able to match that production, especially in today's NFL, 
and maybe that's just college football guy talking, in, in my opinion, but you you maximized your possessions. As much as they did, you just fumbled on the last one. The defense for the Kansas City Chiefs has to be better. And how many years in a row has Patrick Mahomes heard that? Ah, if the defense was better. I think they've played pretty good this year. But to not be able to get a stop in crunch time does not scream Super Bowl team to me. On the other hand, the Dallas Cowboys put together the best fourth quarter and maybe the best single quarter of the NFL season against the Indianapolis Colts. And you can tell me all you want about how bad the Colts are and how Jeff Saturday is the worst coach in the NFL and he didn't earn it. Nobody has run the Colts out of the building since Saturday took over. Saturday almost beat the Eagles and needed a last possession drive from Jalen Hurts to get beat. The Cowboys had like seven last possession drives and a defensive touchdown to score more than 30 in the fourth quarter. It was 21-19 heading into the fourth. You beat them 54 to 19. Now, is that a great quarter or a great team? That's a great question. I do not know. What I do know is that the Dallas Cowboys are getting better as the season progresses. And that's not always the case. And maybe you're peaking at the right time finally. Heading into week 13, 14, 15 to go on a real stretch. Instead of peaking like the Eagles might have in week 8 or 9. The Giants have certainly peaked and are on a downward trajectory. As the Giants and the Commanders tie this weekend. But it's it's if the season ended today, the, the NFC East is is all together in the playoffs. That's crazy. Uh this off the text line. It's the return of the flying mammal. Uh the Chiefs lost to the Bengals three times in three different ways. It is uncanny how annoying it is to see a team that doesn't feel close top to bottom and talent continue to beat Kansas City. Yet I said the same thing last year as the Bengals rode all the way to the Super Bowl and were a few plays away from getting a ring. Absolutely do not want to see them a fourth time in this playoffs. 100%. The Bengals are not a great football team. They just aren't. But when you have three, uh, let me say it this way. When you have one elite receiver and two good receivers and a top-tier quarterback, a lot of that gets erased. And 
when Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs had Tyreek Hill and it was 2018 and nobody knew they were the Chiefs yet, people weren't giving the Chiefs their best game. It wasn't their regular season Super Bowl to play the Chiefs. Now it is. And it's a different it's a different game to be the hunted. And it's a different game to be the hunted for the second, third, fourth year in a row. And that's what the Chiefs have to deal with week in and week out in the NFL. Now, divisional games are divisional games. Those are always going to be tough. But to have to play the Bengals, who are giving you their best shot of the season, right after or right before you play another team, who's giving you their best shot of the season every single week. It's got to be ridiculous. And that's not a crazy thing to say. The Patriots dealt with it forever, and they won anyways. The Chiefs are dealing with it, and they're winning anyways. Is what it is. But I agree with the texture. I do not want to see the Bengals if I'm a Chiefs fan in the playoffs. And I am. I am a Chiefs fan. Or you could argue I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan, but I've got like three or four Kansas City hats, so I've paid my price. I've put in <laughs> I've put in five solid years into the Chiefs. And even before. I was there. I was there when they collapsed against the Colts in the playoffs. I was there when Marcus Mariota caught a touchdown pass from Marcus Mariota in the playoffs. We'll be back after this. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. This off the text line, how do we know OBJ, I don't know why I said that like Blink-182, how do we know, how do we know OBJ can still even run, valid question, and I'm going to take this piece by piece, okay, because the last of this text kind of frustrates me, because I have to say this all the time, and I, I've been screaming this to the masses, and at some point people will believe me, I think, and it might take a, it might take a funeral to do so, but I'll get there when I get there. How do we know OBJ can still even run? We don't. We don't. But if he can run, and he signs with X team instead of you, I, I don't know. I, I just, you have money, right? Are, are you trying to be frugal if you're the Dallas Cowboys? Do you not have the money? Can you not afford it? Well, there's a cap. Okay. There's a salary cap. I understand that. Other teams get around the salary cap. Why can't the Dallas Cowboys figure it out? Do they not have billions of dollars in the pocketbook? Do they not have a budget to go throw away a signing? There's reports today that OBJ probably won't be ready until the playoffs. 
Why not? Like, what does it hurt to sign Odell Beckham Jr.? If he can't play, he can't play. But are, are we, as fans, trying to save money? Are we worried about the fiscal fragility of the Dallas Cowboys? Isn't this America's team? Aren't we the land of excess? Wouldn't you rather maybe have too many weapons? Says this isn't the OBJ from 2013. Neither was last year's. And you know what? He was invaluable on that playoff run to Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and the Rams offense. The pomp and circumstance, glitz and glamour, no Super Bowl winning Cowboys deserve him. The Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl until Jerry the owner fires Jerry the GM. I'm going to say this one more time today. I'll probably say it a hundred more times this season. Jerry Jones, the owner, fired Jerry Jones, the GM, seven years ago. Now, he's still the team president. But when he looked at the draft room and said, draft Johnny Manziel, and they said, no, Jerry, sit down and shut up. Since that moment, he's not been in charge of anything personnel decision-wise. Does he still talk to the media? Yes. Is he still in charge? Sure. Will McClay and Stephen Jones make the player decisions and the personnel decisions. Jerry Jones is a figurehead. You think Jerry Jones identified and drafted Micah Parsons? You think Jerry Jones identified and drafted Tyler Smith this year in the first round? The Cowboys drafts have been pretty dadgum good the last three years. And if you think this roster is bad, what do you want? Is it good enough to win a Super Bowl? I don't know. Is it a top 10 roster in the NFL? Yes. And if Jerry Jones is is the GM, then he shouldn't fire himself. Now, this team has made some major, major mistakes over the last decade. They kept Jason Garrett way too long. They should have signed DeMarco Murray one more season or cut him and Dez both loose even earlier. They should have drafted Jalen Ramsey over Zeke Elliott. They should have cut Jalen Smith even sooner. There have been some obvious missteps along the way for the Dallas Cowboys. But this team this year, I have zero complaints at this moment in time with roster build. I don't love Mike McCarthy. I don't love everything Stephen Jones does. I think he's an idiot. But this old tired line 
of Jerry Jones, the, the owner, Jerry Jones, the GM. It's just old and not right. And it's Jerry's team, so he can do whatever he wants with it. But Jerry Jones is not the reason that they haven't won a Super Bowl. The coaching blunders in last year's San Francisco game weren't the roster's fault. They were good enough to win that game. Then they were in a draw with no timeouts on, like, third and four. They butchered the Dak Prescott negotiations and when they signed him and how they signed him. Butchered. That's Stephen Jones. And if you want to complain about the Cowboys drafts, who are you complaining about? Sam Williams was a home run this year. Micah Parsons was a home run last year. Name a bad draft pick since Jalen Smith. Just an out outright bust in the top three. Every team has as many as the Cowboys do. Uh, this off the text line, okay, we can stop bringing up old scars for the Kansas City Chiefs now. If only Andrew Luck had retired earlier and, Mar- and Mariota was already throwing backward passes in Atlanta. Disgusting memories. Yes, those are disgusting memories. I'm sorry. Uh, I was surprised that Diggs and Parsons went to the game with OBJ. I would think two offensive guys like Dak and CD would go with them instead of two defensive players. Um, yeah. Uh, I I don't care who really goes with them to the to the game. I right now, if you if you told me the Cowboys or the field on OBJ, I would say the field. Right now, I think my position is I don't care if they do sign him or don't. If he does get signed, I would prefer it's with the Cowboys. But at this point, if he can't play to the playoffs, maybe OBJ waits until the offseason to see if he can get a long term deal. Maybe he bets on himself and tries to get a long-term deal in the offseason instead of trying to rush back for the playoffs. He tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Now, some guys come back in six, seven, eight months now, but for the longest time, it was a year. LBJ's not a young man. And... I think you would sign Odell Beckham Jr. on potential, right? You're not signing him because you automatically are going to win a Super Bowl if he's here. It's not how it works. All right, this from the owner GM guy. Uh, the Cowboys can't get around the salary cap because Jerry's an idiot and paid too much for a bad quarterback and a used-up running back. All right, again, Steven. Steven, if you think this front office is going to get better when Jerry passes away, just be prepared, man. And I don't know if you are cut out to be a Cowboys fan because Jerry is going to be the problem until he dies, and then Steven is going to be the problem until he dies. Then uh, Joe St. John or whatever the other kid's name is that's going to grow up to be the Cowboys owner is going to be the problem until he dies. It is what it is. But worse teams than the Cowboys this year have won Super Bowls. 
The Bengals last year are not a better team, better quarterback, but not a better team than what the Cowboys have this year, and they got through the Chiefs on the way to the Super Bowl. Strange stuff happens. Weird things happen all the time. But to blame the Cowboys' problems just on roster build right now is ludicrous. Ludicrous. And if you're still tied up on Dak's contract three years ago, four years ago, I, I, you'll, I mean, you'll never be satisfied. You'll probably complain after the Cowboys win a Super Bowl that Jerry didn't do it sooner. You're miserable. Lots of Cowboys fans are. I choose not to be. We'll be back after this. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports. Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. If you want to text in today, you can 806-855-3712. Tell me more about how bad Jerry Jones is as a GM while we talk about Micah Parsons and Tony Pollard. And tell me how bad Zeke is, even though he's looked the best he's looked in the last three years this year. Finally fresh at the end of a season because Tony Pollard has been used more. Tell me more about how bad of a draft pick C.D. Lamb was. The idea that Dallas Cowboys fans hate the Dallas Cowboys as much as everyone else in the NFL is just always funny to me. Just take a breath and enjoy this season. Forget the 20 years between 1996 and... In 2016, when the team was bad. Not going to argue that. The Quincy Carter era, the, the Ryan Leaf era, I lived through it all. Vinny Testaverde, Drew Bledsoe. But when Tony Romo was making Alan Hurd... And Sam Hur- Sam Hurd, Allen Robinson, whatever their names were, the the best receivers in the NFL, Terrence Williams, Des Bryant, top five touchdowns all time as a Dallas Cowboy, best offensive line in the NFL, Demarcus Ware, that defense. Was Jerry Jones the worst GM in the NFL? Or only when they do something you don't like? Ah, oh, it's Jerry again. Jerry's back. Jerry's in charge. I get it. I get the joke. But at some point, you have to grow out of that. And the Cowboys are good. There's a lot of teams in the NFL who wish they had the Dallas Cowboys roster right now. And I guarantee you, Stephen Jones and Jerry are kicking themselves because they traded away 
Amari Cooper for peanuts. Did you see A.J. Brown this weekend score twice on the Titans and just rub it in their face? The Titans saw it. The Titans saw it. They fired the GM. Like, I can't believe you traded away A.J. Brown to the Eagles, and now he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, besides Tyreek Hill, who also got traded away for way more than Amari Cooper. And I... It's it's a nuanced conversation when you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. And I fully admit that at times I talk out of both sides of my mouth. But just because I don't think the Cowboys are bad, especially roster building wise, I think they've built a really good roster. That doesn't mean they're perfect. Yes, they make mistakes. But the Dallas Cowboys being at or above 500 for the last two decades means nothing to most people. You could be the Lions. You could be 0-16 most years. Well, they haven't won a Super Bowl. A lot of teams haven't won the Super Bowl. The Patriots. The Rams. The Bucks. The Chiefs. That's like the last 10 years of Super Bowls. The Eagles won one. Well, the Eagles and Giants have won since you have. Okay, you have five. How many do they have? Did the Giants get to five? Like, it's all relative in the NFL. And I am very glad I'm a Cowboys fan. And I'm very happy to be a Cowboys fan right now. I'm not going to make myself miserable because the Cowboys hired Chan Gailey in 1999. I've moved on. Uh, this text, why are you such a Cowboy apologist? The last time the Cowboys were good was when Jimmy was the head coach. Are you 70? Texter, how old are you? Barry won and rode the coattails to a Super Bowl. Since then, Jerry has made... Are the, are the Dallas Cowboys bad this year at 9-3? and three? Are they bad? Is, is this a bad roster? Micah Parsons, Defensive Player of the Year, he sucks? Is that what we're saying? Can you not separate this season for what it is? That the, that the Dallas Cowboys are 9-3? and three? Have they won a bunch of playoff games? No. Are you even a Cowboys fan? You have a 214 number. Are you a Cowboys fan or just are you, you don't like the Cowboys and you're just complaining about them? Why would you find a new team? If sports fans, just a little PSA. If you hate the team you love, get a new team. You can do it. You can walk away. You can give your shirts to the homeless. You can pass out your hats at a Christmas parade, my friends. Let it go. Go be a fan of the best team every year. You'll be happy. And then you can forgive me for living and enjoying a 9-3 and three season. 
Do you know how many teams win the Super Bowl every year? One. Does that mean there are 31 bad teams in the NFL every year? What kind of logic is that for a sports fan? Well, there's no moral victories. So? I'm not going to punish myself because the Cowboys lose. And by the way, they've only lost three this year, and one of them was the first week of the season. The other one was to a 10-1 and team or whatever they are now in Philadelphia with the backup quarterback. Buddy, the Cowboys are good this year. They're 9-3. and I'm sorry to break it to you. I feel like I'm the first one telling you, man. The Cowboys are good. As a Texans fan, please take your crybaby texts elsewhere. You have nothing to be complaining about. Now, I will say the Cowboys have plenty to complain about. That's sports. And I understand a little bit of complaining. But to make yourself miserable day in and day, why? Let it go, dude. Let it go that Chan Gailey was the coach in 99. Let it go that uh, Clark Gable or whatever his name was. What's the coach after that? Let the Wade Phillips era go. Go go take a, a canoe and fill it up with Vikings and Cowboys memorabilia like a Vikings funeral. All right? Go go put some hay in there and then push it off into a playa lake and shoot it with a flaming arrow. Just let it go, man. Take a rock and write all the things you hate about Jerry Jones and then drop it in the ocean and let it float to the bottom. Will McClay is one of the best talent evaluators in the NFL, and this is a good roster. And if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, they don't win the Super Bowl. And I'll move on to the next sport. And I'll live and die by the team in that season and then move on. But I'm not going to sit here and wear sackcloth and rub ash on my forehead because the Cowboys stunk with Drew Bledsoe. Do you see how ridiculous that is? Have the Cowboys made every good decision? Is every decision the Cowboys make good? No. Would you rather be a Lions fan wearing a paper sack over your head for 10 years because they can't win a single game? Would you rather be the Bears and lose every game ever to Aaron Rodgers for 15 years? Dak Prescott has been beaten by the division like four times. I don't know that anybody in the division has more than four wins against Dak. I think he has a winning record against everybody. Uh, The Cowboys aren't bad. They're not always good. They went 4-12 and once because Tony Romo broke his back. I'm not going to sit here and make that my season every year. It's We're 9-3. I'm not sure who is making front office decisions. This is from the text line. It's Stephen Jones and Will McClay for the Cowboys, but Dak is grossly overpaid. Yes, we can all agree on that. Not that he's bad per se, but definitely overpaid. Do you know who else is overpaid? Every other quarterback in the NFL. That's how contracts work. 
He was the next. He wasn't overpaid. He was paid two years late. And if y'all just want to look at Dak's contract and not how he's doing on the field, fine, make yourselves miserable. I'm going to enjoy 9-3. and three, And I'm going to be mad about a second-round playoff loss, just like all of you. But you know what I'm not going to do? Cry about it. Six months later. We'll take another break when we come back. It's Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Russia, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Cowboys in bed today. We've got all week to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. They play those Houston Texans this weekend in Dallas. Somebody asked in the last show if OBJ was signed, would he play this weekend? No, I, I don't think so. Um, there are reports today that he's not going to be ready until the playoffs. So even if he got back, he would... Uh, probably open the practice window in two weeks because uh, you got to get acclimated and all that stuff and whatever else. Speaking of practice windows, when you come off the IR, you open the practice window and there's a certain amount of days you can practice and then get put back on the active roster uh, or make that decision at that time. But you kind of open it up to practice and then you kind of see where you are. Tyron Smith has been opened up in a practice window. So you will have Tyron Smith down the stretch at left tackle. Jason Peters to spell and Tyler Smith at left guard. But you'll be very deep. Very deep at offensive line heading into the stretch run, I would assume. Now, there's going to probably be some roster to gymnastics, but I would assume you want Jason Peters down the stretch more than, I don't know, some some of these other guys that you have uh, as backups. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. I want to say Farquad, but I don't believe that's it. <laughs> I think that's from Shrek. Oh, man. He's a swing tackle. Terrence Steele's been very good, by the way. People raving about Terrence Steele. Red Raider, right tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. Undrafted free agent coming down starting in 2020, his rookie season. He's been better ever since. It's almost like the Dallas Cowboys are good at identifying talent and then building them. Not a lot of busts around the Dallas Cowboys. Imagine imagine hating spam. You hate spam. And you eat it every Sunday. You talk about how much you hate eating it. And you tell everyone how bad it sucks. But you keep eating the spam every single Sunday. For eight months out of the year, you eat spam every Sunday. And then you're telling everybody how bad spam is. Spam is disgusting. Did you see who's signing spam's checks this weekend? All the brands of spam are bad. But you eat them every Sunday. I just, I don't understand it. Unplug, man. Go be a Chiefs fan. Then you can complain about them losing to the Bengals every time they play them. Or just go to a team where you don't have to get your hopes up. 
I was listening to a Lions fan this week on a podcast, um, and he was saying, I've never watched a game like that. I have never watched a game from my team where start to finish, nothing was in question. I wasn't mad. I wasn't disgusted with some of the play. I wasn't surprised. It all just went well. He'd never had a game like that in his life. He's like 35, 40. The Lions have never been good. They went to the playoffs like three times. Have the Lions won a Super Bowl? Just funny to me. I appreciate the text or texting in. I enjoy the conversation. If you want to text in, you can. 806-855-3712. Just a couple of minutes left today. We can try to squeeze in a few more texts. Minute and a half, I guess, the music started. Good show. Fun show. Love you guys. The Dallas Cowboys oh, playing this weekend. I was going to talk about the transfer portal a little bit. Tomorrow we'll get into the transfer portal. I've got some bandwagons. We'll do this. We'll have bandwagons that the Texas Tech Red Raiders need to be on. Who they should be looking at. And maybe not specific players, but positions that they will need to address. We'll look at the recruiting class. And we'll look at the incoming kind of freshmen that are already on campus that might be getting more playing time next year. Then we'll see who needs to be signed in the transfer portal. We'll do that tomorrow on the Rob Bro Show. We'll also start talking sports and bandwagons at 11 a.m. on the red, on the Raiderland, not the red line. I'm redlining right now. I'm Rob Bro. I'll be Rob Bro tomorrow on the Raiderland and the Rob Bro Show. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.